Welcome to Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki's podcast. Bishop Dr. Colin is an author and also mega church pastor. He is the founder and presiding bishop of Harvestars International Churches, with the headquarters being based in Blair, Zimbabwe, overseeing over 800 churches across the continents. And now, let's listen to a message from Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki. Be blessed. How to handle the anointing. How to handle the anointing. How to deal with the anointing, the grace of God that he gives upon us over our lives. How to handle the anointing. We want to showcase the man, Samson. And then talk about him and see how anointed this man was. Let's begin in verse 2 as we stand. Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites whose name was Manoah and his wife was barren and had no children. Verse 3. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, that is Manoah's wife, Indeed now you are barren and you have borne no children but you shall conceive and bear a son. Verse 4. Now therefore, please be careful about that son. Be careful. Not to drink wine or yourselves as well, or similar drink, and not to eat anything unclean. Verse 5. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Verse 6. So the woman came and told her husband saying, A man of God came to me and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. Very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from and he did not tell me his name. Verse 7, and he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Verse 8, then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, O my Lord, Please let the men of God whom you send come to us again and teach us what we shall do for the child who shall be born. Next verse. And God listened to the voice of Manoah. And the angel of God came to the woman again as she was sitting in the field, but Manoah, her husband, was not with her. Verse 10. Then the woman ran in haste and told her husband and said to him, Look, the man whom came to me the other day has just now appeared to me. Verse 11. So Manoah arose and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? And he said, I am. Next. Manoah said, Now let your words come to pass. What will be the boy's rule of life and his work? So the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Of all that I say to the woman, let her be careful. 
She may not eat anything that comes from the vine, nor may she drink wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean. All that I commanded her, let her observe. Verse 15. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Please, let us detain you. We will prepare young God for you. Verse 16. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Though you detain me, I will not eat your food. But if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know he was the angel of the Lord. Verse 17. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? Verse 18. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name? Seeing... It is wonderful. So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it upon the rock to the Lord and he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. It happened as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell on their faces to the ground. Verse 21. When the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and his wife, then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, we shall surely die because we have seen God. Watch the wise wife's response. But his wife said to him, if the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands. Nor would he have shown us all these things nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. So the woman bore a son, and he called his name who? Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. I think we end there. Let's pray. Father, we believe that your word is always anointed. So supercharge your word with that anointing. May there be clarity in this teaching so that your people will be blessed in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Please take your seats. The life of Samson, ladies and gentlemen, presents a pattern for us as believers. We can catch something, learn key lessons from this man of God who was prophesied about before he was conceived in his mother's womb. We read from scripture that these two or this couple was barren. Manoah had a wife. The Bible doesn't tell us the name of the lady, but she is referred to as Manoah's wife. They were barren, they had no children. It took a visitation of the angel of the Lord to give them a promise. And the child that was going to be born was a unique child. He would carry a strong anointing from God. He would have seven locks on his head and he would live as a Nazarite. Nazarites were not supposed to live anyhow. They were not supposed to be near dead bodies. They were not supposed to drink from the fruit of the vine. They were not supposed to do anything that would violate that vow that God had given them or they'd made before God. And Samson was to be a Nazareth 
truly dedicated to God. So there are lessons here and I'm going to break down these lessons for you so that you will see them and they all tie up to today's topic, the anointing. So throughout scriptures, ladies and gentlemen, there are very few people that were anointed like Samson. I don't know any that carried such a dangerous anointing. This man fought for the armies of God all by himself. For years, an ending. Because he was born at a time when the Philistines were dominating the children of Israel. They were oppressing them. And they were crying and praying for a deliverer. Send a deliverer until the angel of the Lord was dispatched to a couple that was barren. It is this couple that then gave birth to this man called Samson. What an anointing upon Samson. Samson was not just an ordinary leader. Samson was a serious, serious anointed man. Maybe you see Samson somewhere in some movies and you see a Samson. This Samson in the Bible was something else. Supercharged with the grace of God. And he took and terrorized the entire nation that was against the children of God for many years alone. He didn't need a bazooka. He didn't need a missile or anti-missile missile. He just needed to be alone with the anointing of God. It shows that God can so equip you and deliver to you in these days. That's why we are talking about the anointing. Because it is the grace that needs to fall upon you and me. Are you ready for these lessons that we will give you? Let's start with the five privileges of Samson. The five privileges of Samson. I write them down. Five privileges of Samson. Here's number one. Samson was called while he was in the mother's womb. <laughs> while he was in his mother's womb, God called him. Some of us were called when we're born again. Also, when we're born already. And when we're old, God calls you, sets you apart. As you walk with him, he gives you his mission. But Samson, before he was conceived, before he was conceived, there was already an assignment upon Samson. That's why it's very important, you parents here, that you pray before you have your children. Before your wife conceives, pray for your children while they are in your loins. Pray for them. Don't wait. Don't wait to pray for spouses of your children. Ah, pray for your children. For, pray for their spouses. When they're young, young, Lord, I pray for my daughter that this daughter, as she grows up, she will marry the right man because wrong man in a young lady's life brings disaster. And that's why many are sad. Many couples sit together and you think they're going the same way. No. The wife is sad. The wife wishes the man could die quickly so that she's free to marry another man. They will not tell you. They look happy. I've seen couples that look happy, but they are far from being happy. Look at the couple next to you and say, are you really happy or you are putting it on? Yeah. So, to marry a wrong person is disaster for your life. It means you are literally throwing away your life. Your entire life. To live with this reptile that you don't like. And this man gives you a hard time. Or this woman gives you a hard time. Yeah, she tells you, you can't sleep properly. What you don't know is what's in homes is disaster. 
You see people walking and driving together and say, never. There is war in homes. People are fighting. <laughs> Some fight and come to church and sit together in church. Occasionally hug and smile, but they came out fighting. Hey, and therefore it's very important that before you marry someone, ask God, is this the person to marry? Can I marry this person? Get to know about their background. Because because you have married a witch. So marriage is serious. Very serious. So before you say, Tore, Tore, find out who you are marrying. Ladies, find out. Don't marry a guy because he's parked a nice car outside. Don't marry a guy because he's wearing a suit. That's a low level of assessment, assessing a good man. Don't marry a guy because he's holding a microphone. Don't marry a guy because he has a shop somewhere. Don't marry a guy because he has a school somewhere. Ah. <laughs> Don't marry a guy because he's called Toriro. Don't marry a guy because he's called Maponga. Ah. Don't marry a lady because she's called Ngorico. <laughs> Ngorico. Find out more before you settle down with someone. Because it's a covenant for a lifetime. And many get in and they want to come out quickly. <laughs> Why do they get in? Because they get in, they are moved by the angel pizza and not by the spirit of God. <laughs> if you are moved by your sexual organs, you make terrible mistakes. Because sexual organs have no brains. Ah. Until you get the right person. Don't go to hell because of Injombi. Injombi you can be. We are humble. Adams, we are humble. Antulayon, we are humble. Injombi, you have to send us straight. So this man was called before he was conceived. God called him. And therefore, it's very important to pray for our children. Say, Amen. Pray for our children. Pray for your daughters. Yeah, you have daughters. Yeah, they have, guys are looking at them. You don't know it yourself. If you don't know, I know it. They're looking at them. Saying, Walala. Different interests for different people. Not because they love your daughter. Because they perceive you to be something that you may not even be. And therefore, they marry that young lady and they don't love her. Once they are married to her, give her hell on earth. There are people that specialize in marrying daughters, people's daughters, to give them trouble. 
They give these women problems at home. Silly men. Why marry someone's daughter to beat them up? If you want boxing, we have, uh, we have, uh, we have Mike Tyson is retired now. We have, uh, Avanda Olivier is retired now. We have uh, Fury now. <laughs> Go there and train with Fury so that he can knock your head off. Don't beat a woman. Please, as a man. Can you see your divertimen? But I must kill this thing. Don't marry someone's daughter to beat them up. Please. Honor these ladies. They must be honored. They're tender. You can see their skins. And their skin, their facial skin is tender. Look at their hands. They are not as hard as you. So the moment before you punch a woman, please think of that. They're so tender. Don't beat a woman. Even if she claps you, you'd rather walk away yourself and cool down and come in and say, I don't Can I see all men here that have been clipped by their wives? <laughs> How? Samson was cold while he was in his mother's womb. Can I talk to parents here? Pray for your children. Pray that God calls them at an early age. It will save them from disaster. It will save them from drug abuse. It will save them from snorting cocaine. It will save them from all these miseries. I tell you, nations are turning today. There are drugs everywhere. There are fuzu parties everywhere. Pray for your daughters that they'll be found in the house of God. That's the seventh place today. In Jesus' name. Say Amen. But drive his motors in land, isn't he? Upon in Tamichon, you know, in Tamore Candace or Atangan and a man. Excellent down. Upon when he can't report at you. Little space woman's home, Bitamukdale and Yamalala. Yanaman is one of footer. So Samson was cold while he was in his mother's womb. 
Judges 13, verses 2, 3, we read. We read that there was a certain man from, from Zora, and the angel of the Lord, verse 3, appeared to the woman and said, Indeed, now you are barren, and you have born no children. Verse 5, we read verse 5. For behold, you shall conceive. There it is. And bear son, and no razor. There is a calling of God coming straight to you. No razor shall come upon Samson's head. For the child is to be a Nazarite, dedicated to God. That's a calling. He was not yet conceived. Do you know what conception is? Father and mother had not lain together. They, they had not met in the sense of having sexual intercourse. They had not met. So God spells out the mission of this man that was yet to be conceived. Oh. <laughs> So you can see it's a serious, serious call. Number two, Samson had godly parents. I'm going to give you principles here that will help you from what we read. Samson had godly parents. Parents that knew God. Let me confront parents here. Whether you are a single parent or you are together with your spouse, you must know what it is to be godly to raise children. If you are drinking as a parent, your children are going to drink. Yeah, If you are fighting as parents, you are setting a pattern. They are seeing what you are doing. They think it's the right thing to do. They will find an abuser to marry so that they perpetuate the abuse they saw in their lives. So parents, it's incumbent upon you, young parents, elderly parents, make sure you are godly. Make sure there is prayer at home. Make sure you as a father, your family, you lead your family in prayer every morning. There is a room where you wake up, they see Ubaba, they see attenders. Spend an hour there praying. Because without prayer, the world is increasingly getting difficult. It will be very, very difficult to sustain life without prayer in God. You need God. Yeah. It will be very difficult to sustain a family without God. You don't know who your kids meet. We all rush and send our kids to private schools. Private schools are dangerous if there is no foundation at home. Dangerous because everybody has a cell phone. What's in a cell phone today? Pornography is in cell phones. You can tip over and just watch pornography. Raw pornography on the phone in private schools. <laughs> so if the foundation is not there at home, that child is gone. You are thinking you are providing the best education. You are providing the best disaster. Yeah. I know I sent all my kids to private school. I know about private school. So, so don't look at me that way. I know about private school. I paid a lot of money in private schools. So I understand private schools. So it's very important that as parents we be godly. Set an altar at home. Whether you have one child, you are a single parent, set an altar. Yeah. At times wake up with those kids and say, let's go and pray. Let's go and kneel down. Father, we are asking for direction from you. Dear God, as a family, protect us. We are going out and coming in. Please watch over us. There are disasters outside there. Watch over our children. Protect our children from drugs, from wrong associations, wrong company. Watch over them. Open their minds that they will retain that which they are taught at school. Because prayer makes your child brilliant at school. Yes, when you pray for them. There is no child who is dark. All it needs is prayer and discipline. And discipline starts with parents at home. Say amen. 
touch your neighbor and say, all the discipline, when all the discipline. So Manoah prayed. Can you see a father praying there? It doesn't say Manoah's wife prayed. Today men send their wives to church and they remain drinking. Manoah prayed. What a man. Oh, may many men be like Manoah. They will pray and call upon God. May you call upon the God of Israel when things are difficult. When your business is ailing and you're not making profit, may you wake up and go to that shop and say, Lord Jesus, we tithe, we serve you. We call upon your name. Open up the heavens. Call customers from near and far. May they come now. May the anointing that works in that church work in me. If that church where I belong can build a structure like that, may I be a partaker of the same anointing. May I begin to see things happening. Manoah prayed. Manoah prayed. Talk to your neighbor and say, Manoah prayed. But you say as a woman, but I'm alone. I have no man. Pray, mama. Pray. Be the father and mother for a while while you are waiting for another man. But this time, don't make a mistake. Get the right man. Check him out. Don't look at his smile. Don't look at their facial looks. Most men that are handsome are crooks. Sitting alone to walk on, can you to your pump? You can move. I will have competition. He passed your moon to sting any passiak who's a salad. Everybody is looking at them. Everybody. There is competition. Sociologists tell us that every, every, every 15 in churches, every, every 15, every, for every 15 men, for every 15 ladies, there is one woman. There is one man. Can you see statistics? 15 ladies, one man. See a short type yet. See short Men are few. You don't know that? Isaiah, put Isaiah 4, verse 1. Oh, sorry, you're going to move my notes here. Okay, you can put Isaiah 4, verse 1 and put my notes quickly. Men are scarce. The demand for men is high. <laughs> And even in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, We will eat our own food and wear our own apparel. Says Togisa. That's what that says. Only let us be called by your name to take away our shame. That word is reproach. To take away our shame. We have no one. We have no covering. Can we come number seven? So as to take away our shame. 
Go back to my notes, please. To take away our shame. So, parents, pray. Tell your neighbor, pray. Tandaza. Tandaza, tandaza. So, there it is. Manoah prayed. Oh, my Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again. <laughs> the father is praying. And when a father prays in a home, things happen. When a mother prays, things happen too. But when the head of the home prays, all things happen. I can tell you there is alignment. Say alignment. Say it again. Say alignment. Remote control from one movie to another movie. Another movie. Another movie. Another a man must pray. A man must not spend a day without praying. It's illegal for a man of God and a man who calls themselves a Christian. Align your heart. When you are in tune with God, get his figure Pray. Tell him let's pray. Yeah. So Samson was a godly parent. Oh, Samson had godly parents. Number three. Give me number three. Samson had the Nazareth calling upon his life. Ha, ha. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite. <laughs> he is to carry the grace of God in a greater measure. He is to carry the anointing of God in a greater measure. In this season, can I prophesy to somebody seated right here. In this season, God is about to raise men and women that will carry exactly that anointing. It's an annihilating anointing. It's a deadly anointing. You will carry it and it's heavy anointing. It is a heavy grace. It is a grace that can be denied. It is a grace that is able to say, like Joshua's son, stand still. It is a unique anointing. It is a unique anointing. Accompanied by angelic hosts that say, this is my son. This is my daughter. There is an authentication to that anointing. Say, Amen. Yeah. Samson had the Nazareth calling upon his life. No wonder why he was a deadly man. Ah, who Samson went to encourage? Yeah, yeah. Ha! We are the tall children of Samson. Samson was something else, but he had defects that I'm going to talk about here. Number number three. Yeah, let's read number three. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. That means he's a unique child. Even when he is born, you can tell this is a unique child. I pray that you pray for your children before they are born so that they carry an anointing and God preserves them. 
in the name of Jesus. It says, and he shall begin, begin, say begin. I love beginnings. He shall what? Begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. That means he had a deliverance anointing. Strong anointing. Give me number four, please. Give me number four. Give me number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. Samson had a heavenly mandate. <laughs> hey, we all have different mandates. Some have mandates from the government. Some have mandates from their parents. Some of have mandates from their employers. But this man had a heavenly mandate. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. From the womb, that's a mandate that he's been given. It's a great assignment in the name of Jesus Christ. So Samson had no guesswork concerning his calling. He was so clear as to what he was supposed to do in Jesus' name. Number five, Samson had a heavenly deposit. When God sets you apart, when God puts his hand upon your life. Me, I've been a fugitive for many a times. A fugitive from the things of God. I tried to run away from the call of God. I am not preaching here because I'm a failure. No. I had a very good job. You come to my office in town, you will see my degrees all over my wall. Many, many degrees. Many. I made sure that as I preach, no one can say, I won't finish Luana. I, I, I have many, many degrees. Many. Uncle Wood, you were now quiet to lamb, sing about a one by one. Uncle Lama, what I mean to limp you in your what lap in Tonipino weep, almost the city painting a locus in to any conference lay. It's a big award that they gave me. I said, I'm not going, give it to somebody there to bring it to me. Bang Hippocotanabatang and Econia, Abanyambas, Bangipamawats. Nay, you can have a chair what? So God can raise you up. So Samson had a heavenly deposit upon his life. Heavenly deposit upon his life. God himself deposited and he says and the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him <laughs> at Mahena then between Zora and Eshtaol this is the man that had a visitation of the spirit of God in the Old Testament ah <laughs> we are telling on Samson but in this season that we are living in the spirit of God is going to be poured forth and mass upon you, upon you, upon you, upon all of us as long as we are willing to be Nazarites for God. Lift up your hands and say, I want to be a Nazarite for God. One more time. I want to be a Nazarite for God. This is a Nazarite. <laughs> Judges 15 verse 14. When he came to Lehi, 
the Philistines came shouting against him. He is in a place called Lehi. The Philistines are coming against him. The Philistine army is coming against one man. But he has an anointing over his life. Came against him. Then the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the ropes that were on his arms became like flax. That is burned with fire. It's not natural strength. No. It's the anointing. Why do people who serve God genuinely have a grace? It is the anointing of God. It is the anointing of God. It is what divine enablement that this man, Samson, had. Say Amen. On that day, he killed 1,000 Philistines. Guess what? With a job on. What colors? What colors? Agula luto. Bayabu ya bantaba mu 1,000. 1,000 versus 1. In only five men versus 1, we are no match. This is a thousand. We are not a thousand here. Notice here. This place will sit 11, 12,000 with plastic chairs. We are not a thousand here. This man alone picked a jawbone, began to swing it left, right, and said, cracking their skulls. By the end of the day, 1,000 were down. 1,000. That's unique strength from the anointing. Whisper to your neighbor and say, I want such an anointing. Say it again. Say, I want such an anointing. Now, let me give you four mistakes anointed people make. That's where our story is as we're about to go home. Four mistakes anointed people make. And the story of Samson reveals this. Four mistakes that anointed people make. Here's number one. Samson dishonored the voice of his parents. <laughs> Samson dishonored the voice of his parents. I want everybody here who lives with their parent, you live with your parent, not those that are looking after their parent, no. Those that are being looked after by their parent. Please stand up. Let me talk to you. That point is for you. Stand. 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 All of you that you are living under the roof of your parents. You don't honor the parents. The same people that provide for you. Some of you are in private school. It is your parents. This man, anointed, gifted, brilliant, intelligent, he dishonored his parents. Watch this as you stand. Don't sit down. I'll talk to you. Then his father and mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren? We're paraphrasing. Huh? Among the daughters of your brethren, or among all my people, that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines. And Samson, and Samson, Say to his father, I when I'm tell, get her for me, for she pleases me well. Man, I'm going to change your slang. What's changing here? Nitolela leso stagataga. His slang is 1965. Nitolela leso stagataga. She ain't casa party. Nitolela le ngast baba. Ungan chilling into zako. 
Awonu uti laba bama Filistine Ifika ya biya chiana la bantube church Bale figara Bale style na behamba Bahamba be chika ma hips Get here for me She pleases me well He is an anointed guy No regard for Jehovah no regard for the calling. No regard for the supernatural that works around him. Get here for me. For me. And those words, for me, become like caption. For me. Say for me. Ah. Samson was a me person. <laughs> so you can't afford to carry an anointing and be a me person. It's very bit difficult. It's always us. 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 Even if you have done something alone, us. Us, us, say it with me. Say us, us, us. This man was individualistic. I pray as a young person living under the roof of your parents that you honor your parents. Some of you think you are more clever than your parents. You are dumb. You can't ever be clever than your parents. You are silly. They know much. In fact, they can tell the boyfriend or the girlfriend that you bring that that's not a spouse material. They can tell from afar. When you are in love because you are stupid. You don't know. And they tell you, this guy is not right for you. Oh no, Mama Gazuzi. Give me more names now. More names for a guy. Look at the way he walks. Utiris is a school. Yeah, he drives a car. He drives a mini cooper with make wheels. Yeah. We have here a PMW. So therefore, you don't listen to your parent. The anointing leaves you. The covering leaves you. You are exposed. Even if your parent is not to gone to school, God has given them the grace to see. To see what's ahead of you. Aha. Out of wedlock. You don't blame your parents. It is you. They may have told you. When you thought you were cool. Boom. Boys give children. Boys give children. Telling you, you're talking Shona. <laughs> you'll be the one now in that zone to encourage you. Uh, let's get on with it. Just, just do whatever you want to do. I'm all yours. You will sing a song. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? These work hard for you. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. Run the race. There is more sex to come when you are married. Don't rush for it. 
Don't rush for it. Young ladies, don't rush for sex. You didn't create sex. Flies do it and fly away. And bees do it and fly away. You found sex here. Wait. Ah, Bishop. swimming pool. Buye swimming pool. swimming pool. Please take your seats. Thank you. Samson says, get here for me. For she pleaseth me well. Samson was not caring about the woman. About him. Yeah, just him. Ladies and gentlemen, Kumbalizo. Sure, sure. Hey. So a parental voice is a godly voice. That's why God gives parents to speak into your life at your early childhood. Learn to hear the voice of a parent. Learn to hear the voice of a pastor in church. It will help you. I'm telling you. You will save yourself. There are landmines in the world outside. They are waiting for you to step on it. And you do the detonate. And your leg is off. Boom! Your arm is off. I'm talking spiritually. Boom! And some part of your life is damaged forever. And there is no reversal. God will forgive you and save you. But scars remain. Say amen. Hey! So a parental voice is crucial. Say amen. Parents, parents are very important. Number two. Samson dishonored the prophetic voice upon his life. <laughs> I stand here as a prophetic voice to my churches. I'm a prophetic voice to my churches. It's my sphere of influence. Don't disregard that. There have been many that you have disregarded where I have said, hey, this relationship will kill you. Don't do it. Ah, Bishop, you don't understand. He is the man of God. God told me, um, pupisile, ukutusabe, class. Hey! Ukusuchate, umutuluan. You're dead. You're gone. Dead. Uzagufugufa. Say amen. Judges 14, verse 9. God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of the Lord came to the woman. God listened to the voice of Manoah. It's very important to listen to the voice that preaches to you. That voice is very important. You may think it's wasting time. Ah, you better listen to that voice because that voice is sent by God to you to help you, to put parameters, boundaries in your life, to give you direction as you walk in this life. This life is very, very, very Difficult indeed. So the Nazarite therefore was not supposed to touch any dead bodies. If you're a Nazarite, no dead bodies near you. Watch the scripture. Leviticus. Leviticus. Let's read that scripture in Leviticus. 11 verse 24 and 25. Let's read. By these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until evening. Verse 25. Whoever carries part of the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes until, uh, I'm sorry, and be clean until evening. 
If you read the context there, top heading, this is the law of the Nazarites. This is how they are to live. Okay. If you are carrying the grace of God, this is how they shall live. And Samson touched the carcass of a lion. Samson. Samson forgets that he's not supposed to eat anything from a dead dog. Samson? <laughs> Samson was a careless anointed person. Number four, three. Samson lusted after strange women. Well, if we use the word strange, you don't get it. He lusted after prostitutes. Hmm. Well, Samson is February's dad. Why not normal women? Why if he's He was averse to normal women. Where is your pika? Where is the Panagu Poro Street? Samson loved strange women. And God's statutes were very clear for Samson. Not to marry outside. Not to marry outside. But Samson said, What? I am anointed. Judges 14. Verse 1, 2, 3 verses there. Verse 1, 2, and 7. Watch this. Verse 1. Now Samson went down to a place called Timna and saw a woman in Timna of the daughters of who? Of the daughters of who? The Philistines. Verse 2. So he went up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timna of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me as a wife. Can you imagine a young man going to father and mother and say, I have seen a woman in Timna of the daughters of the Philistines. Watch verse 7. Verse 7. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. Samson. <laughs> What Abayazi action in marathon.
Can I talk to the married women here? Can I talk to the married women here? Can I talk to the married women here? Can I no me umuntu muste gangaga. Uzambone checha meso se pota. Eh. 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 Women have excuses from January to December. Excuse after excuse. Hey, hey, I'm going to I see a faster. Who said no faster? Who faster? Um, clean, um, tala. Um, tala, chone, me, pam, gobate, chumayla. Um, clean. Uzabamba, ma, siya, wakatemba. What can't you see? shortage. Yeah, but you must listen to it yourself because you are going into marriage very soon. Mama Korim, Gule Shote, Chu Korim. You go to the kitchen, Malape, Kitchen Musamuta, Atino Figan Kaya, and we are was with the answer. I call a lamily with soon. I eat a miami with soon. I is in your lamily with soon. I umuno amu with soon. I nam touch my knee so. I wick yami with soon. Everything goes soon. I'm a marriage counselor. That's why I speak like this. I speak from experience. Marriages are dead. Abulawa i bedroom. But kula boba bala bopela. Aksafugi. So wafugi into lokia. So mama says there's a faith to perusa labantuan. Aksela luto. Mnenyaba encourage oba we office in yami. Let's go to Nzachaya, Lapan in the name of Jesus. Let it fuck away now. We have a right. Kalukubono Baba Asaba Abanjalo, Ungani Vele Oksa, Gutala Wafunga Mama Nautes Pasqua Kotai, Mutala, Pamsi Santi Bishop Ungate, Gutala Sakin appearing to this. Pamsi Santi Nautes Lumta. We have Fuga in Napola. Good right. Good right. Good right, Mamma Good right, ma'am. Good right. Good right, ma'am. 
Then he went down and talked with the woman and Samson was pleased very well. Judges 16 verse 1. Now Samson went down to Gaza and what did he see? A halot. <laughs> into daily appetite. He didn't want normal women. He now sees another halot there and the Bible says he went into her. That <laughs> I wish you were in marriage seminars. I was going to play up with that for you. But as which you know I'm shut up. Went into her. That's Samson. Judges 16, verse 4. Afterward, after went going into that one. Afterward. Afterwards. Afterward, it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. Said to Pomunyefuit. Please, if you are sitting next to a man, look at that man. I told you in church, I counseled a woman who said, who said to me, she came with her husband later on and said, I need 40 to 50 men a day. I need 40 to 50 men. I counseled. I said, bring your husband. He says, I'm not content. It's, he helped me pass. It is demonic. I said, it's highly demonic. You have demons inside of you. He says, I need 40 to 50 men. And the husband came in to say, yes. I said, so you love you? He says, I love my wife. I love her very much. Please, Bishop, pray for this woman and deliver her. She had demons. Many demons. So, that's why when she came in and mentioned that topic, I said, quickly go and get your husband. The man was thin, very thin man. But the man was faithful to the moon. I love my wife. Please pray for her. I prayed for her. Demons are boom. I wouldn't want so this is the life of Samson. Number four, stand up. Let's go home. We'll end this sermon now. Samson, though anointed, seriously compromised on financial matters. We are going home now. Seriously compromised. Give me point number four. Seriously compromised on financial matters. We read I, I, when I saw point number four. Auntie Lama not Simon Gupila, Atamanotaka, Hachiana Laminja. Could you do an asophagist money? I could happen. All right, point number four. You have to stop there. You have to delete that if it's, uh, if it's right. 
The point number four is Samson seriously compromised on financial matters. Right at the end, you'll find that. The scripture there is Samson getting involved in a deal. He was gambling. He's an anointed man who gambles. Gambling is a spirit. I used to be a gambler before I got born again. How did I start? I started by playing with ski. Do you know ski? Yeah. Ski is to get a coin and ring it. Goes and somebody who's watching, we are betting with, would say heads or tails. And if they miss it, you collect the money. That's the bet there. So you ring it and then you'll be in a group. You'll make some money that you think is some money. At that time, we thought it was some money. You ring it and close. And if it's heads and they've said heads, they take the money. Shas fag it. Now you get ten dollars. More head. And I'm going to tail. Ring it, close it. If it's heads, they take the money. But once you get into gambling, it's a spirit. Demons enter you. You will think you will win one day. And my father used to bring papers and say, she's a winner. And then they interpret that. And all lies, interpretation. Never, never did he win. Okay, I won in gambling. But I lost too. So I started with playing ski. From ski, pumping a mover in Juga. You know Juga? I can play cards. I'm deadly. I was playing cards. So I was going into another level of gambling. From there, I graduated into Amadaisa. Some food is when up. Say another Amadaisa. I'm going. Estrogen. Two by two. Was it my child? My child was in the soil. Child, they will lead round. Forgive me. Then I graduated to play Mufecha Fecha. Fecha Fecha. We have to keep it in to the panel parrot. We have to assume changes with your one. Nancy's Vimbozamzing too. Nanku Parada. Cha 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 cha. Come to go up. That's what gambling is all Samson is a man of God begins to gamble. Watch his gamble. Watch how he gambles. Judges 14, verses 12 to 13. I wish you could slide this scripture. There it is. Then Samson said to them, let me pose a riddle to you. If you can correctly solve and explain it to me within the seven days of the feast, then I will give you 30 linen of garments. Samson is gambling with suits, Armani suits from tech. <laughs> but let's read further but if you cannot explain it to me I told you Samson was a me person to, to me then you shall give me 
30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothing. And they said to him, pause your riddle that we may hear it. Where came Blue Samson? He is a man of God carrying an anointing. Which I'll fetch a fetch. Who's a street rooting? Not a mama. <laughs> He's gambling. He has forgotten the anointing over his life. I pray that as a husband you don't gamble. I have a church in London. I was preaching in London and I was preaching on gambling. The power of gambling. That gambling is demonic. It gets hold of you until you sell every piece of furniture in your home. Until you sell your wife's ring in your home. Until you Gambling is the highest level of demons inside of you. You sell everything. You sell your car. You sell everything to go and gamble. When I'm preaching there, that young man comes in and says, you were speaking about me. Did you know about my life? I said, no. I was a gambler myself, so I can understand. He said, that was my life. He says, that is my life. And problems, Lomar, coming from gambling. I hope you are not a gambler standing as you are here. If you are gambling, you are going one way. You die broke. If I pray your husband is not a gambler. I pray your wife is not a gambler. Gambling conjures demonic entities that are very strong. That you lose everything in your home. Because you want to gamble. You think you will win. This man is gambling. But he is carrying an anointing. I pray that you don't gamble. Please touch your neighbor and say, Unga gamble. Don't gamble. On Tuesday, I will teach you seven lessons about the anointing. So come on Tuesday. Let me part one. Tuesday here, we allow you to fill up. Tuesday is there. Tuesday, 5.30 to 7. 7.30. Tuesday, 5.30 We allow Touch your neighbor and say, Mfugubo nangule speed. Tuesday in Tampa. Silama light, tilapa, la lapopaka kona silama light, la pambidi silama light. Come here Tuesday. Siboni, normally untoons alifundisa opera ni tobisa yama futema kandala. Aha. Tuesday we are here. Tell your neighbor Tuesday we are here. Hey, what time? 5.30. Konapa. Konapa, konapa, konapa. And Samson is gambling. I pray that the demon of gambling does not fall upon you. Manchester City You will graduate soon and lose your life and lose your anointing. Lift up your hands as we go home. Lift them high up. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you that your anointing works mightily in my life. I pray that I may live a life of a Nazareth, that I will dedicate my life to you in the name of Jesus. I pray that your anointing upon my life will increase and grow in the name of Jesus that you will use me in a mighty way in this season in Jesus name declare with me anoint me Lord in the name of Jesus one more time anoint me Lord in Jesus name 